and welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is Bonnie coming at you, and that's Karen. It is coming also at you, but coming at you (laughs) from Tennessee, where everything is perfect. And I'm coming at you from the... Uh, sister moron state of Florida, <laughs> where, where Karen earlier said, oh, we were talking about that crazy guy from Florida. And I'm like, wow, that's not specific enough. <laughs> um, so um, so thanks. Thanks for being here. We're, uh, we're saying welcome. I'm doing a little bit more of the welcome today because Karen has a lot of stuff to tell me that's going on in the news of all things to do with um, maybe religion and Christianity. And I promise I've heard maybe um, 10% of this. Right. So it's going to be news to me. Oh. So it's like a blind reacts video, but on audio. Wow. I mean, that must yeah. be a term that the kids are using. Oh, Bonnie. Don't you stay up late watching blind reacts of people reacting to watching Hamilton for the first time? Oh, I've no. done that for hours. Wow. No, I have seen those two kids listening to Phil Collins in the air tonight. Yeah, because you know what? Those two kids, they're twins, and I don't know, they're called like twins. Yeah. Twins? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Anyway, um, they grew up super strict and religious. So oh, they didn't, so they, it's real how they haven't heard anything. Yes, yes. They had to finally explain, like, no, we really haven't. So, Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. Okay, so speaking of that, there was a patch of time where my mom dated a guy who listened to country music, so I had to listen to country music. And mm-hmm. all of the songs from that, like, little two-year patch, I still feel like they're brand new to me. Like the theme to Caddyshack, <laughs> I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time that song comes on, I'm like, yeah, the new Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this time we're going to tell you where to find us on the social media places. There's Instagram. That's my favorite mm-hmm. because it's usually something funny or a video, and then the comments are so easy to read. Um, <laughs> so easy to read. <laughs> they are. Like on Twitter, you have to go, uh, what button? Okay, i got to push this. Oh, I see what Show you're saying. Show discussion. And on Instagram, it's just like, zoop, zoop, zoop. Great. Um, Twitter, eh, not so much, but a little bit. Well, we went viral the other day, and I'll tell you all about that. Oh, no. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, Bonnie's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. What's going on? <laughs> um, and But the best is the Facebook group. Because yeah. it's a nice community of people who are kind to each other. And there are all different levels of trauma from leaving the church or whatever mm-hmm. religious organization you are involved with. And people are nice to each other. So that's a private thing. And you have to ask for membership. And we'll give it to you. But you just have to answer a couple, you know, questions. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other one that I really love? There's a newsletter. And do we want to talk about what we did this week and it was awesome? It was super awesome. We did a Zoom party with our sponsors because the newsletter area, we will call it, is for people who sponsor all the things that we do. And then, yeah, we did a Zoom party. People showed up and it was like the perfect number where it was manageable, but it was also you know, it was just, it was a blast. Everyone's funny. Everyone, it, you know, we're all just laughing, having a great time. Yeah. It was so cool to meet the people who I feel like are in the room with us when we talk already. Right. And and getting them to talk back was the best. And And Bonnie showed up. Bonnie had her face Okay. She was out there. She had her face. That was a that was a filter. I couldn't <laughs> your whole choose face, anybody your whole beautiful. Body. I chose that lady. <laughs> she does look like Cindy Crawford, but she is there. Yeah. So it was so, really good. I think yeah. people were like, oh my gosh, now now we know what she looks like. But yeah, we sort of hide things. So she's she's 
behind that little uh, the newsletter sponsorship thing. Oh, and um, the the TikTok presence is awesome because Karen puts these videos together, and she is quite opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. So TikTok is like. I was saying to someone the other day, I have friends who have their own podcasts. We get together in the neighborhood and, you know, I was showing them about TikTok because they want to do some. And I said, the good part is like each platform has its own flavor, has its own personality. And TikTok, what I do is I can look at the analytics and see what people are responding to. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, good. They like me just being bitchy. So that works. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Um, so, yeah, that one can be a bit like that. Uh, I mean, I do things like show stupid religious tattoos or whatever, but those aren't as popular. And that's fine. Well, and TikTok lends itself so well to one person asking a controversy-inducing question and then you giving your take on it. So what is that called? Yeah. St- is that stitching? Yeah, if you stitch, that that's called that. And But there's been a lot of people who found us on TikTok, which is great. I found out someone wrote us and she lives in my town. And uh-huh. she has a flower store. And she's mm. like, come in. So, you know, little connections happening. And I'm excited just to, yeah, have like a different kind of medium to just be like, you know, right now we are living in a shit show. Outside yeah. the people who are, li- you know, leaving church there is just a general shit show happening. Right. And so it's good to just be like, let's express that. <laughs> At least we had a tiny little break from COVID. Was it a week and a half? It felt good. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> that was fun. Oh, by the way, how are you going to break it to this lady that you don't like flowers? That all you like is just a black environment in your cave. No, that's right. That's so cool. Um, I saw beautiful flowers when I was allowed out of the state of Florida (laughs) for 10 days. (laughs) And I have so many flower pictures on my phone. Um, However, I did the thing where, like, I would take, did I tell you this before? I took a whole bunch of pictures of the flowers, and then I walked back and just went and experienced nature. Nice, nice, nice. Because don't you see so many? So you were like... I'm going to do something no one's ever said. I'm going to stop and smell the flowers. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, good. But don't you get bummed when you see people at a concert or something and the phone's up? And I'm like, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went to something and I don't like concerts, but someone was holding up their iPad to record <laughs> in front of me. That's so so, like, we had to keep bending around the right. fucking iPad. <laughs> and it was see, the I'm iPad the kind. Pro, which is like twice. Can right, my right. iMac. That's <laughs> right. Let me hold it up. The camera's in plug? the front. Am I getting it? <laughs> and the worst part is, I do have ADHD. So, what am I doing? Looking at the damn iPad. Right, right. And then looking at the ushers to try and get their attention and nod my head towards, say the iPad, say the iPad. Don't know what the person is singing. You right, know, I right. am just totally out of the concert. So, yeah. Distracted. All right. Okay. All right. I don't know if any of this is going to be humorous, but I will tell it with a scathing personality. <laughs> so, what a what an intro. I am selling as hard as I can. So, this is our news bulletin where we gather just, you know, recent things that have been happening in I am not going to say our community. I will get into the reason why later, but just, you know, about religion, leaving religion, etc. Um, and a lot has been happening that I'm like, ooh, you know, 
people want to know about this or let's talk about this. And so much of it has been like rapid fire yeah. that my head's been spinning and I've been having a hard time sleeping at night. Like there is a lot that's going on. Yeah. All right. So the first thing, let's talk about one of my nemesis is <laughs> the diva curl model himself, Sean Foyt, with the goofy hair. Yeah. Do you remember him? He diva sings. curl. What does oh, that mean? I forget. You have straight hair. You know now. Um, what is diva that? Curl. Is, that a, is that a product? It's a certain kind of product, but it's also a lifestyle. They, oh. You can train people to do diva cuts. Anyway, he has curly hair, and uh-huh. it's long, but okay. it's parted very incorrectly, <laughs> first of all. And he's the one you, you don't like just because he wears tank tops. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, Isn't that, that one, enough? That one. <laughs> yeah. So he continues to do his concerts and all that. But he's getting even more aggressive with, you know, I'm standing my ground. I'm singing. We're going to have thousands of people come. We're not going to wear masks, and we're just going to be idiots, and we're going to say, praise the Lord, and that justifies it. Okay, ultimately, if he can't perform, he stops making money, right? This So this is about self... It's about it's about survival, I guess, okay. for him. Is Ego that, you survival. Think? Yeah. I mean, he he's he also ran for Congress, remember, and he he came in third <laughs> out of three, and then God <laughs> called him to something else. So, you know, uh, it, it's yeah. all to quote change the country. Anywho, he posted two weeks ago. Thank you to our security team. And he said half pictured, like he has to put that in, that these are only half the people, tonight in Portland. And then his emojis Mm -hmm. are an American flag Mm -hmm. and a strong arm. Uh I do not like that. (laughs) I do not. And then he said, these are all ex-military, ex-police, private security, and most importantly, Lovers of Jesus and freedom. He said lovers? I know. Gross. <laughs> Make out. And then he said, if you mess with them or our First Amendment right to worship God, you'll meet Jesus one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. First of all, your little <laughs> squiggly hair does not threaten me, but the whole idea that, you know, he is insinuating s- violence. Yeah, is disgusting, and uh, he's disgusting. But I'm like, this is ratcheting up. Um, mm-hmm. And then it shows all the dweebs, and they are exactly a bunch of AV guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> out there. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that all AV guys are like that. These just all happen to be AV guys. Correct. The Venn diagram. Right. Yes, (laughs) this would be more. Um, Lots of black shirts and cargo shorts and caps all have sunglasses. Sure. Do they wrap? Not R.A.P. Are they wrap sunglasses? (laughs) Oh, oh, I get it. Uh, Some... Some, um, but the what ones I really that look kind of like a headband, like the guy on Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, yeah, generation. No, they uh, there's. A, oh no, I do see one that wraps. Of course. Um, but what I really also like is that a lot of them have protective vests on, uh-huh. and a lot of them are flexing. I don't know if they're packing heat, but <laughs> the whole concept of we need protection. It just gives him like, look, people are threatened by God. Look what Satan is trying to do. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps, you know, cycling on each other because the theme of today, 
Bonnie, is that white men do not like to be corrected. White men think (laughs) it's persecution. It will be the theme of this episode. I'm sorry, that's the theme of life. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Exactly. So let's move from that goob to my (laughs) second favorite nemesis, Pastor Greg Locke, here in Tennessee. So, you know, he's the one that is always talking like he's an octogenarian and he's running up and down and he's, you know, <laughs> Wait, have you he's heard talking him talking like he's an octogenarian? Uh, is that auctioneer. Oh, okay. Well, you said it so fast, like uh, an auctioneer. <laughs> so have you heard him talk? <laughs> I don't know. And preach? Oh, God. Probably, but the, it just goes in one ear and uh, goes into the it's, eye roll, you know. It's, yeah, file. he's a rabid chicken. He just like <laughs> running up back and forth. <laughs> he has ramped up the whole, you know, we don't wear masks bullshit by getting a huge banner to put at his church that says, this is a mass-free church campus. Kindly remove them or stay in the car. We celebrate faith over fear. Oh, my gosh. That's such a weird time. It is crazy. (laughs) Because... Banners are expensive. <laughs> they freaking That's why it's crazy. They freaking are. Oh. So it's like, here's what your tithe is doing. You know what your tithe is doing? Your tithe is going to go into a sign that everyone who comes to our church is already aware of because I've made national news. Okay. Can we go through the logic, though, of... Okay, you've got a church where there's mm-hmm. a guy preaching, and he says, we don't want you in here if you have a mask on. But the chances are the person with the mask is vaccinated and Correct. doing it for the other people. So we Funny. don't want you in here. Okay, so we don't want you in here if you're caring about your fellow man. And Correct. if you aren't vaccinated... Uh, and want to wear a mask for your own protection, stay the fuck out. Right. So it's just like the Bible. Come to me. (laughs) Everyone is welcome. Um, Except? (laughs) Except people that might have an extra six inches of cloth. What if you have, like, like there's this woman who I work with, and she's been vaccinated, but she has lupus, and so she's especially vulnerable, and she just wears the mask because, you know what, it's better for her. No. Fuck you. She's not you can't come to faith. church. Oh, my it's God. It's not faith. Oh, and my God. <laughs> you've got to have faith that God's going to protect you, that all that is going to happen. But, you know, the, the thing about the banner like we said, everyone knows him. Everyone knows this is a whole no mask thing. So the only reason he's doing the banner is for publicity again. Which it's okay, because, but, but follow that line. He puts the mm-hmm. banner out. He gets publicity. People yep. might come to church and give tithe. Exactly. Uh, it's and it, everybody is in the same sad little boat of self preservation. And ego and the whole thing about this is also, you know, he's so desperate for attention. First, when I called him a chihuahua and said other things about him, possibly on TikTok, I was removed. That video was removed for bullying, which I'm like, a chihuahua? Bonnie. (laughs) Like a tiny little person who's aggressive? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, you're um, on my side, damn it. (laughs) You are on my side. But the idea that, um, yeah, he, his insecurity is showing so much because, you know, the one thing I think he wants that he is not getting is he's never been called up to join the big guys on stage. There is never a time where even Kenneth Copeland is like, hey, come and share the pulpit, or definitely not the Franklin Grams. You know, there's no good 
artists who live in Nashville, 20 minutes away from where he is Mm -hmm. in Mount Juliet, that are going and singing. You know, it's just on its own. And so he's just fishing for any kind of attention. Now, he and Roger Stone are, you know... um, The Trump guy with the glasses? Yeah, they're lovers. They're doing things together and... So, okay, so what he is, is the Guess Who, the band from Canada, who have never been nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all of the all of the fancy pastors don't want to invite him to the party to, jo- to join them. So, right. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to make my own Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> And it's going to start with a one-color banner. That's the most upsetting, is that it is in a plain... It's a plain, color banner? It's just black on okay, white. Okay, well, at least they were saving some money. Like, your tithe at work. I'm telling you. We're not even splurging for the serif <laughs> font. So he posts on Twitter... The picture, the banner, and he writes, yes, this is what you'll see when you visit our church. Don't like it, don't come. I'm not playing the Democrat games. Okay, it's Democratic. Um, anyway, and someone then responds, is it a gun-free campus also? Ooh. Boom! <laughs> um, and then Greg Locke responds, show up acting stupid and find out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, that's what I want in a Bible leader. That's not what I meant to say. That's what I want in a man of God. So we're seeing, like, these two men ratcheting up this, you know, jargon or rhetoric of violence. Yeah. Well, guess what? I unfortunately went to go see on Sean Foyt's stupid website (laughs) where it just has his big face and arm up and all that shit, Um, praising God. And I look at the events, and on August 28th, guess where he's going to be? I don't, I'm not going. (laughs) I don't, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. He's going to be at Greg Locke's church. Oh, And that scares the shit out of me, because that means these two have that in common, this Mm -hmm. we're going rogue, we're going, and people are like, oh, you know, they're anti-science. And I'm like, no, the danger is they're Mm anti-government. They hate Fauci, not just because, you know, of the whole science thing. He was Trump's guide. They're hating the whole you know, mandates and and all that shit. So now we see two people who are really acting violent and they're going to join together. You know why? Because they're going to create the Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you guys. (laughs) Well, if anyone is interested and wants to make phone calls to the Mount Juliet police... I will probably put their number in the details. I just think it's a safety issue. Um, We have two crazed men. um, And I just think, you know, we just have some traveling Ruby Ridge situations going on. And we've really got to be more aware of it. Wow. And they're positioning themselves as the victims. All these guys seem to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're persecuted because we believe in Jesus. Yeah, exactly. The whole I'm so persecuted bullshit. Okay, so that's that's one catastrophe that is happening in Tennessee and coming to Tennessee. What's but the I date? Think you, August 28th. Okay. Okay. We're still in August, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very dismissive. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so let's put our next situation, which I talked a lot about on TikTok. And this involves my neighbors, my neighborhood. Um, I would not say my people. I would not at all. No. Uh, In Tennessee, our (laughs) governor... (laughs) What what did DeSantis do before? He's a lawyer, right? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I think think he might be, but... He strikes me as one of those guys who... Played sports in high school. That's all I have. (laughs) Let me look up real quickly, like, his... um... Yeah, he's an attorney. All right. Now, he's an idiot, but, you know, there's something happening uh, where he at least... No, he's an idiot, but he is a lawyer. Let the jokes proceed. But... Our governor, he owns an HVAC company. Oh. That is it. That's okay. it. We're done. He's <laughs> uh, Mike Lee. Nope, Bill Lee. I don't know why I say Mike Lee. All the people, last name Lee. Shit piles. Anyway, so. Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee. Come on. <laughs> you know that's his middle name. It's like Tommy Lee Schnick. Bonker. Wait, um, actually, Pamela, when they got married after knowing each other for maybe a week, she's like, oh, my God, what's our last name? And he's like, Lee. She's like, oh, I thought that was your middle name. <laughs> so you're saying I look like Pamela Lee. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. So any Lee, Bill Lee. <laughs> I lost I my train of thought. The- I know. The cogs just stopped and went. (laughs) Um, Bill Lee hasn't put any, you know, mass mandates. And what he likes to do is say every district can do their own because he doesn't know and he wants to pass the buck and he's scared and all this. He's just going to be going and fixing air conditions. And so... (laughs) Each district is having their little school board meeting. So my county does the school board meeting. I do know some neighbors, and they went to be like, hey, for the safety of everyone, let's just start off with masks. Let's just have as much, you know, protection protection as we can going in, see what we can do. Um, And so the school board meeting starts. And it ends up being fucking insane. So the screaming for people yeah. who don't have kids like me. I mean, I'm kind of educated on what's going on. Kids are not able to be vaccinated yet. Correct. So they are particularly vulnerable. So Bonnie, kids are smaller humans. What? <laughs> Do you see the short ones out there? They, exactly, they're more vulnerable, they can't get vaccinated, and, you know, we're seeing a lot in the hospital, but also, we know the Delta variant can still be carried and given to people who have been double vaxxed. We're just seeing that more and more, and Mm -hmm. I think the other viruses, strains that are popping up, are going to be nearly vaccine resistant. So, you know, whatever we can do to stop this snowball. Right, because kids already spread a lot of colds. I mean, anybody who I know who has kids or nieces or nephews they're close with, they're constantly catching whatever the kids bring home. They're disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. And I've seen kids and how much they use their tongue on body parts. So And yeah. And things. Um, right. And their fingers are going yeah. all over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, all right. So th- so somebody came up with the idea let's start with masks and just, you know, start with the most prevention and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. So they have that quote discussion at the meeting and it instantly becomes an us and them situation and People in my neighborhood and around our county are like, if we mandate masks, that is a spiral into government control, doodly boop boop, shit, shit, 
doodly do. And of course, the other people are like, you know, seatbelts are mandated. We all do that to protect ourselves. Yeah. Um, speed limits so that we can protect others. But this is something that is mattering to white evangelicals, and they are just going full force into this whole thing. So there's a lot of yelling. Okay, so wait, though. Uh, I don't understand why they're going to protect all of the children who have peanut allergies so much by saying, oh, none of the kids here can have, you know, can bring in cupcakes with a peanut in them. Or a statue of a peanut. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So all of those kids are protected because a couple kids have peanut allergies. So now all of a sudden, the kids who might be vulnerable to, I don't know, a deadly virus, we don't care about that. And a lot of them are saying, well, masks don't work. And then CDC went back and forth on masks, no masks, which I get. Because I don't know what's happening at the CDC. I think we're going to find out in a few years. You know, there's something that they're getting pressure or whatever, because they're a lot smarter than what they've been doing. Anyway, so, you know, any little loophole they're going into and saying, this is socialist, this is tyranny, this is Biden trying to be a dictator, you know, just all this bullshit. Um Rather than, yeah, let the kids just be protected. Let's see how it goes. And, you know, oh, the masks don't work. Every kid is getting COVID. Oh, well, that's shitty. You know, let's see what the next step can be. But no. So they start yelling at this meeting. And it gets heated People are slamming stuff and walking out. They're yelling. They're pointing at people. They're booing medical professionals who say, you know, this is what the best case scenario would be to protect the children. Mm -hmm. And it just turns into this shit show. So after the meeting, out in the parking lot, The medical professional guy gets in his car to leave and is surrounded, and people are yelling, and we have two guys that are pictured. One is, as I would describe, shiny. He's a brunette. (laughs) Shiny? You know when people... Is his face all taut and lubed? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's that situation happening. Okay. And he's a brunette, and he he cares so much about how he looks. It, it exudes from him. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's, you know, just your average bearded bald guy. And they start yelling at the medical professional, like, we know who you are. We know what you're doing. We're going to find you. You're never going to work. You know, just this insane stuff. And there's cops there. And the cops are trying to, like, hey, just back away from the car. And the one bald guy, I'll just name them. So shiny dude is named Rod. (laughs) And then bald guy is named Dwayne. Those are both problematic names across all... (laughs) The nation and Okay, that's others. not true. That's only for humor's sake. Go ahead. <laughs> and so the cops, you know, just sort of, okay, let's let him go, let him go. And, you know, they were trying to get in his face because he had his window down. And then one of the guys said, don't worry, the cops are here for us. as And they're on our side. So oh, I don't God. know what delusion is happening there. And people are like, why didn't they arrest him? And I must say, I don't have a lot of admiration for police in certain areas, but I think their lethargy was probably the best thing they could do. Because if they put hands on either one of these people, yeah. arrest it, yeah, I think that would have been a real situation. Like just not make a big deal of it. 
Right. All right. Let's simmer down, let, you dumbasses, at a school board meeting. Yeah. Let's de-escalate because you're not black. I'm going to now use my de-escalation techniques. Um, <laughs> bam! Karen's just on a roll today. Uh, so... This, you know, this picture and this video of these guys yelling at, at a medical professional who shows up and is asked to come to say, yeah. you know, um, that starts going around. And we have some lovely listeners of our show that email us different things and find out that the bald guy, Dwayne, his name Dwayne Laring. And he started the Christian band, Sonic Flood, and he later played for a couple of years. I see your eyes going like, what? Uh, with a band called Audio Adrenaline that's very popular. The lead singer lives in my neighborhood somewhere, has written a book, I don't know. Um, and so, yes, he's this Christian singer. So I put up a tweet saying, this is who the guy is. And that went pretty viral. Oh, God. And a lot of people have retweeted it. And there's been a lot of, like, music executives who are and Dove Award winners who are very into, like, you know, this isn't right and let me yeah. retweet it. So I respect that. The other guy, after a while. Rod. Oh, man, I might. Rod. I might play play you a little. Spare um, the rod, Karen. Man, I'm telling you. So I look up. Oh, no. He He's a failed musician, which some musicians, when I said that on TikTok, were immediately like, I don't like that term because yeah. just because you're not on the radio. Right. Then I played a clip and they said, aha, <laughs> aha. <laughs> Aha. Uh-huh. And so. Are you trying to I, go, uh-huh. I did it really well. So I go to his website. His name is Rod Lunn with two N's. There's no D. I mean, there isn't Rod. And uh, Rodney. <laughs> uh-huh. Rodney Lunn Jr. And. Rodlund.com and write like his first picture is where he's sort of folding his arms in a way that you put one hand behind your bicep to push it out. Oh. <laughs> to look like a muscle. Wait, and I'm, I'm pulling one, it up. You you had to do that. And his other arm is pressed hard against his chest <laughs> to again <laughs> accentuate a muscle. <laughs> What is it? Rodlum.com? Yeah. Lun. Sorry. Twins. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he's not unattractive. Wait. Okay. Oh, you know what? He's totally got the kind of outfit on that um, that the guy in the show wears. That is vague. Let, let me try to take that. What's the show? The The Righteous Gemstones? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's kind of dressed like the Righteous Gemstones youth pastor. Yeah, there's there's a lot of effort there. Yeah. Um, and so he does have, if you are looking at a picture, you go, okay, he's got some general symmetrical looks. This might all work well for him. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, you get into some other things about him. Yeah. Let me find, because I recently deleted He kind of looks like Roger Federer. All right. Okay. That's great. Sure. <laughs> sure, Bonnie. So I found some audio of him singing when he's trying to, like, make it as a singer. Well, he has CDs. And yeah, it doesn't mean he didn't burn him himself. <laughs> okay, here he here's his singing. Oh, 
Well, I, I, <laughs> it, it's painful. And there's one where he's trying to like dance. Um, Bonnie, uh, no are being very kind no to dancing. him. What? No dancing. God yeah, said. You're being <laughs> very kind to him. Now, it doesn't say he's a Christian artist at all. Really? So, yeah. I think oh. it just says musician. Oh. So we find out that both of these men do not have children in the school district. What? They sh- yes. They How showed up. How do you up. find that out? Oh, people just, uh, there's a really good, like, newspapery thing called Tennessee Holler. You can uh-huh. just go to tnholler.com. They did some research. They found out about them and, you know, where they live and where the district is. I think that the Rod guy might not even have children at all. Hmm. So, you know, people keep saying, well, they're crisis actors. They're being paid, which to me, I'm always like, uh, I feel like that's a conspiracy theory. I think these guys are here because of their ego and they're like, yeah, America and all that bullshit. Yeah. But then, then I hear from a certain person. I'm not going to share his name. He might want it later. He's in the music biz. And he DMs us and he says that the Dwayne guy, first of all, more about the Dwayne guy who is a Christian musician in those popular bands. Mm-hmm. He also played for Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. And there's video where he shoots a bird to a fan oh. during a concert. Uh-huh. And she walks over and fires him immediately. And he has to leave the stage. Oh, my God. So he's a real You've seen just. This? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, my God. Going around. So he's a real asshole, and this guy who got in touch with me said, yeah, here's his phone number if you want it. Oh, good because Lord. What are you going to do with his phone number? <laughs> well, that's the surprise for today. No! Hold on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so anyway, the reason that this guy has Dwayne's phone number is because Dwayne was looking for work and was trying to get a job with this guy. Yeah, and you can't blame people in the music industry for trying to get jobs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Both of these guys might, yes, be paid to show up at these things because they're trying to look for any kind of cash they can. Mm -hmm. And there is a whole, especially in Nashville, and I know in L.A., New York, there's a whole, like, talent, um, website portal, like hire us to do anything type system. So. And probably for not much. And there's the whole mentality of any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, okay. So I'm just going to point out the, the theme again of these guys. If, if we're if we're shutting down concerts and live performance venues, then they can't work. And so Correct. again, they're going to this event because their self-preservation mode is kicking in. Because yes. although at the same time, I go, well, if I wanted to do something and I couldn't do it, maybe I would do something else. Maybe I would go get a job as a waiter. Yeah, I have a friend who's a musician and things keep getting canceled. Right. Uh, And yeah, he has like, he works at a store here. He does different things, you know, and that's just the way it is. Or people are doing drum and guitar lessons You know, they just, yeah. But there is something about the people who think, okay, I absolutely must work in the career that I choose. Right. Which is generally something where people are looking at me and paying attention to me. So my neighborhood, of course, I'm like, all right, let me go see what's uh, going on on one of our toxic Facebook groups. Oh. And yes, 
there we go. There's everyone talking about, you know, this mass thing is fascism and all this other bullshit. So, of course, I'm like, I'm poking the bear. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I am tired of <laughs> Bonnie is hiding. I'm tired of this. I don't have a job where this kind of thing is looked down on. I have a job where this kind of thing is looked up to. So right. um, someone writes to explain it. Bodily autonomy or self-governing one's own body should always be within our rights as free American people. Mm. It's a direct <laughs> violation of the Constitution. Where I respond, I'm pro-choice too. Nah. I get it. <laughs> and uh, that, that didn't go over well. And then the person tried to explain it to me again. And I said... Totally. My body, my choice. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. And of course, this rattles everyone. I ended up like getting out of that group because it's such a toxic one. Everyone who has any liberal views has already been bullied out of that group. <clears throat> but so now what are they going to do? Work on the people who don't <laughs> quite believe every little thing? Bully them? I mean, there's nothing I, else to do yeah. once you're in this mustural, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> right. Fuck party. So, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's, uh, this is shitty. And, you know, people are just upset and angry. So now there is religious exemption. What's that? And people can get their kids out of wearing masks because of religious exemption. Oh, that's so sad. So precious. Yeah, I'm going to, so you know I, what here, I want to be out of for religious exemption? Wearing pants. <laughs> All right. You know, go for it. Be Amish. There's a lot of good jean skirts at TJ Maxx. Um, well, the, so a lot of people have gotten the religious exemption. And there's been oh some God. schools here where signs have popped up that say, if you want religious exemption, do this. And the schools are, like, taking those down. Like, you know, you can't just stick a fucking sign up. Oh, you mean and, the instructions for people who might want to not wear yeah, masks and like claim Like, everyone religious. do this. We've all got to show our power. So it's like and, the people who want to have a dog in their apartment and claim that it's an emotional support dog. Yes, I, I would see. say plain. I mean, why can't you have an apartment? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things behind this. And one that I'm finding really entertaining is that God created us and God would not want us to cover up our beautiful faces. Oh my God. Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've heard from God because he made my eyes and I, Yeah. Uh, okay, and I course, love the idea that like, oh, we're going to protect the the little unborn babies, but once they get to be four years old, oh, yep. fuck them. <laughs> right. And fuck everyone else. <laughs> so someone said, yeah, my kid was the only one in, and in one other kid in the kindergarten class who had masks. So, you know, the whole idea is that it's going to make your kid the odd one out. Yep. But there is word that a lot of these kids are so embarrassed by the parents that, you know, they're just... At what my age? God, like, shut up. I mean, I parents know. are always embarrassing, but at yeah, what age yeah. do they become like, oh my God, my mom is such a troublemaker. I'm putting this mask on because I don't want to die. Right, right. I have no clue... I don't want to know, like, this whole idea. Oh, these poor is, kids. This is a huge right. trauma for them. Yep. Wearing the mask is a big trauma. Being yep. in a fight about who's wearing it and who's right and who's wrong because they're hearing it at home. Oh my gosh. And dare they see anyone, any kid get really sick from this? Yeah. Or anyone's or their parent. friends die? Exactly. Oh. Or a parent die, you know, will they feel complicit because 
we know that people, especially kids, take on guilt, <clears throat> unnecessary guilt. So, yeah, unnecessary. Yeah. And you know, some adult is going to say something. And what, regardless of how old you are, you hear things and you retain them. Five show. Okay. <laughs> it's really disgusting and terrible. And anyway, anytime I said something like, you know, listen, you know, this shouldn't be political. This should just be science and protecting people. And I would get personally attacked. So that's the MO. It's lovely. Screw them. Fuck it. Um, but and other people say, you know what? Let all these anti-vax, anti-maskers just die. It'll be easier anyway. I'm like, yeah, but they take out so many innocent people that that's the problem. I just can't imagine any of them wearing a what would Jesus do bracelet or at least adhering to the concept. Right now, my heart bleeds for parents with kids this age. Same, same, me too. It's so much stress. Yeah, because you don't want your kid to be the odd one out either, you know? And trying to explain it to them. Oh, for sure. And they kind of deserve an explanation. Mm Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're going to be the only one to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or... No, don't worry. You don't have to wear a mask. But they say that we should. Don't wear your mask, honey. You right. know, all of it. Yeah. So it's, when it's we talk complicated about, for adults, much less, you know, kids. Yeah. So when we oh. see the trauma of purity culture coming out in adults who are so shamed about that kind of thing, I'm sure we're going to see, you know, the same thing. And adults coming out about what they were told or not told how to act in a pandemic that's killing tons of people. Anyway, all right. So finally, I think this is important to address, although I've gone back and forth because addressing it makes it seem like we are part of this community and we sort of are, this ex-evangelical leaving church community, which has a lot of people that gather in different social media places. And this past week, there's been a lot of um, difficult things going on. And I'm going to go ahead and say that a friend of mine, someone I consider a friend, Josh Harris, in my opinion, fucked up. And he, what he did was... Do you need to start by saying he fucked up? I've already told him. He and I have oh, had okay. a discussion. I think <laughs> he's owning all of this. He decided to do a whole course on how to deconstruct your religion, a five-week course Mm -hmm. that he was offering for $275. Now, as we know, Josh Harris was a preacher, and he also wrote a book that a lot of people mistakenly believe started purity culture, but it just really marketed and streamlined the message of purity culture, because Bonnie and I grew up in it just as bad as, you know, these 90s little kids. Right. But Um, once you have a book to pass around and tell somebody's story, it becomes a lot easier to spread the message. It does. It does. Um, And it can go home with them in their hand and they can look at it and be traumatized. And you can show it to your boyfriend when he's like, why won't you touch it? Why won't you (laughs) dry hump? Well, see. Um, So anyway... Yeah, he's been deconstructing for, I guess, two years, and he also is in a marketing message, get your message and storytelling kind of business. Mm -hmm. So he said, these are some free PDF of deconstructing resources, which I thought's great. We're, We're building that on our website. 
And to get it, though, when I went to it, I had to put my name and address. And I was like, I don't like that, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Once you do that, you receive something that says, do you like this PDF? Well, then you're going to like this course. And here's the video of me talking about it. Okay. And yes, if you were traumatized by the book I had, you can put this code in and get this course free. All right. To me, it's not about the money. Wait, wait. So he's giving it free if you say that you were traumatized by the book? Yes. Okay. Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds good. It sounds good. And so this upset me. And I decided to write him. And I just said, shit, man, I do not like this. This is a really bad look. Um, You know, in deconstructing, people are trying to get away from that church, from the hierarchy, from the teachers and the followers, from this is the way to do it. And in my opinion, the only bad way to deconstruct is to listen to someone. Any other way you're going to do it is that's the way you got to do it. But it's so personal that following any kind of instruction is bad. Well, people got upset for another reason, like, okay, you were here in the church and now you're placing yourself here in this community where you're making money or gaining influence. Um, So for me, I just said, I'm upset because I'm very protective of all these people and these vulnerable people, which who will jump on this. And it's just going to cause more trauma. Because if you don't deconstruct your own way, then you're going to have to deconstruct your deconstruction. Hmm. And it's just, it's bad. So, you know, he did say, oof, you know, like, so you don't like the whole thing and you don't. And I appreciated that from him. And within 24 hours, it hit all the news cycles that he was doing this. People were really upset, and he pulled it. And wow, he said, I, sh- you know, totally shouldn't have done this. I've listened to everyone, and I really am glad that he did that. Uh, I have my own feelings of how I trust people mm-hmm. now, you know, but I mean, I'm glad. I, on first, on on one level, it seems like at first glance, it's like, wait a minute, you created a virus so you could sell the vaccine, right? But at the same time, okay, because I didn't know this theme would be here. The what he's got to rely on what he does for a living to try to make money. So everybody's trying to monetize what they do. Yeah. But maybe it's okay to just do something else. That's it. I think a lot of people are like, you just deconstructed. You were just part of the harmful stuff. And, you know, it has made me go, damn it. I don't want to be involved in that community. I want us to be more like Kenneth Copeland's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, you know, we are in that community, whether we want to be or not. But definitely so glad that we're not leaders or feel we need to position ourselves or or try and market an image or any of that shit. I'm really glad. So did Josh ever write another book about deconstructing? So he has contributed to things and he does have a film that he did, but he I think he did a Kickstarter. You know, there are some issues across the board that I wasn't aware of. And through all this, I am, I'm upset. I'm upset. Like, I see people and I go, that's great that this person's doing this. I like this person. We click when we talk. Yeah. All good this is so misguided that it makes me doubt these other things that might have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, and, like he told you you were pretty. Uh, yeah. And that he's <laughs> like, like, you no, two so, are great. So that's not real either? <laughs> I mean, that's it. He mixes truth with... No. He, you know, he... I think he's totally earnest. I really do. I feel that he's like, this is, this is what I think will help, and this is what I'm going through, but it is exactly what you said. It's white men going, this is what I think, so it's a value. It's a value to people, and I need to push it out, and I need to gather them around me to listen to me tell them this. And that's what we're... That's this whole episode, what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. So now what we're seeing is we're seeing these other white men who are trying to say, wait, so now no one should have a voice in this community? And it's just pissing me and a lot of people all the way off. So a lot of people are right. like, just, just, shh, just, shh. <laughs> just take a step back. You're not seeing... The show-up culture. You're not seeing that you are just... But what he, showing, what he yeah. is seeing is what people are trying to do all over the world is, oh, here's a group of people. Let me group them together and organize them and, and make a living off of it somehow. So that's what that, I've been losing sleep over this. I've been getting really angry um, because I am seeing some some stuff that I'm like, damn it, I I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And do we call this out because we're protective of the really vulnerable people who are newly deconverting? Yeah, who we know. Or do we go like, oh, not my circus, not my monkeys? So there's a push and pull with me. Yeah. It's them just wanting, I think, to get paid and to to be able to survive doing what they know how to do. Yeah. And I always go back to ego. Yeah. I know. And I think they should go get jobs as waiters. Totally. But anyway. I agree. I don't mean that. like uh, I loved waiting tables, I, I, I that's why totally. I'm just picking it because yeah. Um, I've always wanted to wa- work in one of those um, fast cash places because oh no. Well, until the last couple of years, <laughs> it used to be just like no one's in there, so I can read, I can write, and then you get robbed like <laughs> once a week, and that's your excitement. <laughs> And like you're socializing. No one's ever in there. People you're are just, in there. You're just not driving by. Well, on now, a now, the last few years, but it has. They used to be just empty. But maybe I'll work at a. Um, what are they called? The mattress place? Is it mattress firm where yeah. no one ever is, and they think is a cover for something? That's maybe, what. Wait, that's I can what, lie down. Right. <laughs> just. Wake me up when you come in. Like, you have the dingling, the bell. Like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was a there was um, this uh, unfortunately themed restaurant in California, um, Yoshinoya Beef Bowl. It oh, was hideous inside. Their mark, their their logo was ugly. It was orange and just unattractive and uninviting. And it didn't seem to me like anybody was ever in the Yoshinoya Beef Bowl restaurants. And so we, I think a comedian, maybe it was Zach Galifianakis, did some kind of thing where like, is this a cover? Is this a drug front? <laughs> I'm like, that's what I always thought. Oh What's my gosh. the theme of it? It's beef? beef bowls. Yeah, it's like some Asian restaurant. Oh, I thought you meant like theme, like the decor would be. The you decor know, here. is white tile with the grout so dirty that it can't get white again. So um, the theme is grout. <laughs> the theme, yeah. Like the <laughs> tiles are probably slippery, they're so greasy. Um, um, and then there's the ugly logo. Oh. And no one yeah. ever being in the stores. That's just kind of, you know. That's it. There's there's definitely 
something going on with some of these places. But, you know, I watch The Sopranos. You've got to have a business. You do. And a storefront to do this shit. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday I was down in Fort Lauderdale looking for a fresh market of some sort. And then across the street was the British Depot. So I'm like, oh, I'm going there. (laughs) I will be British. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, they've got all the potato chips or crisps with the the flavors that we would never dream of. Yeah. The the shrimp flavored shrimp cocktail potato crisps. That's hilarious. Anyway, was anyone else in there with me besides the lady who owns it? No. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, okay, how much does she pay in rent? Right. And how much business does she do? I am so curious. Does she make off this Marmite? And now, I mean, we have a bunch of those. Well, not a bunch, but... Oh. No, not the British ones, but we have, like, stores where there's nobody in it. Yeah. And if I can see through the glass no one's in it, I do not go in it. Right. Because it's... so Yeah, because I'm like, I will be having a conversation with the person, and if I really feel bad for them, I will buy something, and (laughs) yeah, I will take this She tried to... Yeah, she tried to sell me some Cadbury uh, chocolates that she feared had melted for half price, and I'm like, I'm going to pass on your melted chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my husband worked at a Cadbury factory. Ooh. It's Cadbury. Yeah. And um, one of his jobs, besides moving the Easter eggs, was to sweep the uh-huh. floor, and then they would put it back in the vat. What? What? And what? <laughs> we will see you all next week. <laughs> a pie. <laughs> Don't be a shit pile. White fucking shit.